From the dark. <laughs> We've been broadcasting, we thought, for the last hour, then we realized yeah, we were just no. talking to dead air. <laughs> no, it's uh, power's back on at the station. Yay. Yeah, apparently a lot of downtown Conroe, poof, yeah. powerless. Well, we want to say welcome to Dig and Skippy in the mornings here on Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting live worldwide, IRLoneStar.com, Facebook.com, slash Dick and Skippy, and of course, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. And I gotta switch over to the video. Boom! We're doom doom. There we are. And uh, join us live on Facebook. Comment all that stuff. We're gonna go all the way till eleven o'clock. No breaks. Uh, but we do want to say a special thanks to our sponsors of today's show: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, guys. Uh, they're a small business office cleaning. If you have needs for that, one time to schedule. Give them a call at eight three two six eight nine seven nine nine six, or visit them online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com. Then, of course. C3 Creative Content Creations, that's video, social media, copywriting, if it's creative and tangible, they do it in the Montgomery County area. C3TheWoodlands.com for more information for that kind of stuff. But yeah, welcome to today's show. It is the 27th of January. It's Wednesday. We don't have a guest, so we're just going to hang out. And I know on, let's, let's start with a question we prompted on Monday show. What's equivalent to Apple removing the headphone jack? in your life and other products or services or whatever. So we're going to we're going to kind of comment about that because times are changing and it'd probably be YouTube uh, banning us because we're still playing the oh there it goes. Never mind. Well, we were talking over it so hopefully it won't <laughs> ban us. Uh but yeah, so what I when I was thinking of this question prompt is what's equivalent to the iPhone people removing the headphone jack and all their future phones. Uh my the one that came to mind that has caused such little problems, but it's like it's more of an inconvenience, is when Windows decided that you don't get an option to up, uh, update your computer ever uh, and things like that because it, now it just does it automatically. And and in the background where you don't know it. So you don't your know computer it. is slowing down and you don't know why. Yes. And then my favorite is when you, like, say you're especially if you're a laptop user, you probably run into this all the time using Windows. It's like, oh, I shut down my computer, and then I'm like, oh, I got to pull up this document real quick. I'm late for a meeting. You open your laptop, turn it on. It's like, oh, no, we're installing these updates for you. It's going to be at least 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, come on, man. And you know, Or like when you're trying to leave, you're like, oh, I got to shut down. I'm trying to get home late. And it's like, please don't turn off your computer. We're installing these updates. You're like, oh, golly. Um that to me is kind of kind of equivalent to the headphone jack. It's like, why did you add it or take it away? It makes no sense. And I do know if you have the more expensive version of Windows, you can somehow tell it like, no, don't ever do anything until I manually Two go. Two o'clock in the morning. Well, no, no, no. Like you can go in and say, don't ever download, don't ever do anything. But, but if, you got what, what happens with that is that it'll be an update that oh your computer won't work now until no, you no, have no, this like, update. No, like if you have like the inter- I'm talking about like the highest end version of Windows, <sighs> you can do it. And uh, they'll probably send you emails or something saying, "Hey, don't forget to update." But uh, but yeah, so that that to me was kind of not really. It's kind of the opposite of removing an option. They added it, not an option. It's like you're you're stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. And especially with the headphone jack, I don't really know that many people who use headphones. But 
Uh, one thing that I see in the future is those Bluetooth headphones are already going to be cheap, as cheap as like buying a thing of headphones at the airport or something like that. Uh-huh. So. Okay. Well, mine is kind of a variation of that theme. So I've got a two-pronged uh, approach to this. One, I'm sure you've heard the the gag about NASA spent millions on pens that could write in zero gravity for their astronauts. And then the Russians used, used pencils. pencil, right? But And people tend to say that as, well, Americans are stupid. Russians chose yeah. the simplest option. But people, the reason why, you don't, if you don't think that the pencil was the first thing NASA thought of, you're on drugs. It was when you write a pencil, there's graphite that's conductive, and you can't have graphite flake is you write a pencil or if it breaks it floats the air it gets in the circuitry and fries stuff so they needed a writing instrument that caused no combustibility whatsoever well i think what's interesting about space travel especially like the the time we're at now is but like you know we're going somewhere that is probably one of the most dangerous places to go to because we have zero control over anything it is the final Uh, frontier well, I mean, no, I meant more of, yeah, I get that, but I meant, you know, we're trying to figure out, we don't want to have nothing go wrong, and I'm amazed at, like, at the amount of problems that occurred space traveling, it's not happening every single time, or we're not aware of it, because, like, you know, it was it Apollo 13 that exploded? No, uh, no, Apollo, well, Apollo 1, there was the fire on the launch pad yeah. that killed the three astronauts inside. Apollo 13 had the onboard explosion yeah. through a wacky se- sequence of events. That caused that. Uh, both shuttles. It's tragic, but I'm like, you know what? I bet these people who are involved know that this is like, this. the odds are against you if you think For about Apollo it. For Apollo 11, two speeches were written, and the astronauts knew it was a 50-50 shot if they were ever getting off yeah. the surface of the moon. And, and there were I read the other speech, the one that was... They're not coming home? Yeah, it's like uh, three heroes blasted off, and we will remember them always. It was wonderfully written. But th- they signed up for it. Yeah, they they knew full well that you know well, every no, time I strap I this think, on, I, I think I when die. people when you hear that saying, "Oh, they signed up for it," they know what they're getting into, as in like a dig. But I think, oh no, in a, in a positive way, like they know that, especially like joining a service or something like that. They like that's part of the mentality of going into it. Is you know the, there's an there's now there's odds on your life expectancy. Mm-hmm. Doing certain things like being a police officer, you gotta have to know. Like I feel like they know. Hey, there's a chance every day. Yeah, something's gonna happen that goes for the worse, and it could be anything. But you know, space—that's probably the scariest thing about uh, why, it's the highest insurance premiums ever. Well, think about well, think, well think, yeah, think about civilian travel in space. That's probably mm. why they haven't done it because like people just can't mentally wrap around. Like, hey, it's kind of like the airplane. Well, you people got, got over it pretty fast. Guys about to plunk down. I think it was at fifty million each to to do yeah, that. But they know that they could die. Like yeah. you have to, especially like getting in a car and getting in an airplane. It's like at first, you know, when it first was being developed, maybe not the car so much as the airplane, but like no, oh, the car. They they were convinced that if you broke thirty miles an hour, you wouldn't be able to breathe. Oh yeah. So even early days of car stuff, what you know, first person, someone had to break thirty miles an hour to go. Hey, I can still breathe. Yeah, but then they crash into like a tree or something. And they're yeah, like, right. yeah. I hate it when that happens. Yeah, but I think the society we get over it sooner or later. But yeah, so you know, they removed the headphone jack, mm-hmm. and people got over it pretty fast. I think. Uh, oh, I didn't. I I, I have well, no, a bad attitude. Well, about you're it. you're also one of those dudes who still has a VCR, and you're like, why aren't you releasing the most 
you know, Stranger Things on VHS, you bastards. Well, now, speaking of VC, the only reason I have a VCR, because I had lost mine in the second flood, because yeah. it was on the floor, and it was just one of those weird things that I forgot to take it up off the floor. But miraculously, I went to one of the local, um, not a consignment store, but, you know, Assistance League of Montgomery County, you know, it's like a Goodwill. And I was looking for, like, uh, Hawaiian shirts and costume pieces and stuff, and I found that someone had just put down a VCR and it's 10 bucks and it was like, we don't know if it works or not. So I grabbed it hoping it will work. And it does because I'm all for planned obsolescence. And that was the second part. So one thing is it's, you know, there's a reason we go to new technologies. We don't use a pencil in space. There's a reason for it. I also believe in planned obsolescence that after a while, something should stop working. So you get the next one. That's what a well-regulated capitalist society is all about. That's why, Tires need to lose their tread. If you had a tire never lost its tread, then you never have to buy tires again. What's wrong with that? Well, there's a whole industry going that's gone. Well, same thing with electric cars, right? But electric cars, well, you need to replace parts. You you can styles change. Yeah. Well, you still need to replace tires, like so you get in a car wreck. Yeah, but what I'm saying is just the uh, first off uh, for the longest time, I think it was Michelin uh, bought the patent to the punctualist tire, which was in, invented decades ago because they knew if there's a punctualist tire, we're not going to sell nearly as many tires as we did. So they bought the patent and sat on it. And I, I can't. There was a tire company. I can't. Well, remember Elon just needs to go. Hey, Tesla's so much better. We have punctualist tires. Boom. There you go. Now, Brett's pointing out, he's saying planned obsolescence is the opposite of how capitalism works. Yeah, you idiot. <laughs> God, Brett's right. No, because he... Idiot. It's... if No, we would like to have something where if I bought this and it's so good that I never have to replace it ever again, then the next generation, that company's gone because they, they're well, not... I don't know. My wife's sticking around. So. <laughs> but... The thing that bothers me with with some of the planned obsolescence, it's you don't remove the previous versions. In other words, like it's cars, the styles change, the the safety measures change. So you you know you keep going. Uh, what well, is an incentive you to cannot, buy or upgrade? There's right, but here's the thing: when you literally cannot buy VHS anymore, I went on Amazon and there's not a store that sells. Not only are they not made new, but the old ones, they're up on eBay for, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Well, that's why, because VHS is, like, so inferior. But they still make vacuum tubes for the and transistors for the old, old ham radios and stuff. That's because that's a, a hobby. I don't know so, how, many, how many people watch VHS. But think about how many VHS tapes or people that are just like, about, oh, my God, about my beta? wedding. What about beta people? Betamax. Like, they stopped making those way before VHS. But they VHS. stopped making the tapes, too. You can buy VHS tapes. No, 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 not new ones. What I'm saying with Betamax. Oh, you first mean off, like Betamax sold out. Sony sold Avatar, out to, to the Avatar. You can't buy news. Avatar and VHS. Right. Yeah. Uh, now you can buy the old movies back then, uh, but if once your VHS breaks, that's it. Now turntables were going the the same route for a while. There was a point where they stopped making needles for phonographs because it's like, well, you know, vinyl's dead. But now it's made a comeback, so p- people are scrambling to do it. Uh, when cassettes went to CDs, y- you know, you didn't immediately say, okay, no yeah, more but cassettes. Sean, you're talking about technology that has a direct 
upgrade or like a, a direct competition that is superior. No, but no, but the company is deciding. For instance, with uh, yeah, like they don't want to lose out on this. Like when the CDs came out, all the v, all the cassette people were like, you know what, we don't want to lose out on that market. Let's do that. And then we're like, hey. But sometimes the simplest answer is, I'm a fan of Occam's razor, but you got to, you know, again, the pencil, there's a reason why they didn't use a the pencil. There was absolutely nothing wrong with the plug-in headphones. It was universal. Yeah, there was a problem. Five with the, millimeter There was jack. a problem with the plug-in headphone. What? If they wanted to make a sleek phone, they, they knew they had to make it at least this thick because you had to fit a, a headphone jack on. The, the new phone is still... Yeah, but eventually they're going to get rid of that. They're going to do wireless charging. They're going to get rid of that plug right there. They're going to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, maybe not tomorrow, but... But they're going to decide, and then immediately the previous one is gone. I've the got next a, thing, they're not going to have phones. You just I've put it in perfect, your eyeball. I've got a perfectly I mean, good working iPhone 3. That's Nothing's wrong with it. And I used it. I have a docking station on my nightstand. I used, it to, used to use it to play Pandora at night. No, motivational. And I know what you do when you the, go to sleep. You're the Motivational the best. realization. You're the best. You're a winner. You're the best. And the alarm clock in the morning. One day, it just it won't accept Wi-Fi anymore. That's because your Wi-Fi doesn't like that phone. It's why not? The not? Phone, it's not the phone's problem. It's your Wi-Fi's problem. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever think about that? Why are you blaming the phone? That's right. I'm, I'm hating on the phone. But that's the thing. Someone somewhere determined, okay, this phone, even though it works perfectly good, it is now, I, I can't even use it as a doorstop. It won't, it's not a matter of me updating apps that have outgrown it. No, it's Pandora works on it. It just, it won't let you go on Wi-Fi to, to get the, download the music. Or the alarm clock will no longer work because they're saying, this phone, we don't want you using it anymore. If you well, hold ma- on to this imagine, phone, imagine you won't get John, an iPhone 12. When they develop the new outlet. The new outlet. Yeah, because you know they're going to do that at one point. It's like, hey, we have a better way of delivering electricity to things. And so we're not doing, you know, one ten. was it 110 is the average outlet. They're going to change it. They're going to be like, hey, this is consuming too much energy. You know. But no, these are using more energy. You got to use Wi-Fi earbuds now, which co- makes costs more to create more energy instead of when the plug-in worked just fine. Yeah. It's an analog. Oh no, version. I'm a I'm a big plug-in person, and I don't have that anymore because I have a new phone. But uh, unfortunately for me, or fortunately for me, my home setup is completely different. So uh-huh. now I, I do want to, you know, Brett pointed out he did an Amazon search and came up with 30 hits on. Oh, uh, you're I, an idiot. No, no, no. Of course it Again, does. But number two, number top hits, two. $139 for a DVR digital recorder. Okay, so we're looking at VHS. I mean, player. I could pull this up. I mean, are you just bad at 339 689 I'm going to use DuckDuckGo because you got to get. There is not one that you can get for the normal price where we used to have them. That Because it'll say as is, no guarantee it works. $31 on eBay. Okay, for, for what? So this one is. Looks like it's brand new. It's two hundred bucks, right here. It's a VHS DVD player. Yeah, that actually, that's literally the one that I, the same model, the one yeah, that I lost. Two hundred bucks, ninety day warranty. Boom, even comes with a remote. Look at this. It's refurbished. Uh huh. So I'm saying the yeah. the entire you can't get a new one, and the old ones, you know, eventually because you they know, don't I, make the parts. I, I, I was thinking anymore. about all the problems you have in your life, Sean, and <laughs> I realized what you need to do is just find a religion. And then just just to devote it, devote to it, because you won't ever have any other problems. 
because you won't be able to have time to focus on other things because you got to like. But you mean I get to just blame everything wrong in life on an entity? That's yeah, not that's me. what I would do. Okay. I mean, you got to make your life simple. Simple. You can't. You can't but, get on the Twitter. And, well, the long the the headline version of this is that what bothers me like them uh, Apple removing the headphone jack. It's part. Of, it's just one symptom of the larger problem that someone like Apple that corners the market. You know, there's, if there's a monopoly. I don't know well, what how else. How do they corner the market? There's so many people fucking freaking have Samsung and stuff like that. You have uh, you have um, Apple or you have Android phones. That's it. I don't know. I feel like there's an outlier. There's somewhere like in another country that has it. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking here in the good old USA. Well, no, USA sucks, dude. We're like a third world that, country. That here. that's your choice. And so when Apple says, you know what, the the phone that you spent good money on and still works. We're, yeah. We've determined we put something in the software that says it no longer works because we need you to buy the new one. Yeah. We need you to spend a thousand bucks to buy the new one. But why do you, you don't even need a phone now? You just use Google or something. You use Google Voice and just use a computer, or use a payphone until it, well use the computer until XP says sorry you can't it use won't a start up anymore. Use a landline. Landlines are now primarily through cable services. Yeah, but you can still get it. You got to get the cable service to go with it. What was it before? Ma Bell. What was rarely, it before? Southwestern Bell or Ma, Ma Bell. So you're still paying somebody for use of a yeah, landline. Yeah, but that's what they were there for, to establish a landline, not through a third party. Most landlines now don't come out of your wall like the old Southwestern Bell thing. It's it's part of your bundle package through Xfinity yeah, or something. You, you find a so if did. that goes out, very few landlines are left to where I can call you with the powers out. Is there, we're here this morning when the power's out in the studio, we were helpless. Only we could only call on the phone until they started. Well, you know, we are installing, in. you know, the sun things, so we're getting that way. Sun things, yeah, the solar panels, solar panels, and then we were thinking about putting little children on bicycles in the back, and hamsters. Yeah, and they'll just turn it. There we go. So hopefully that will work. But uh, there's some hurdles we got to jump through to get get mm. that approved. But uh, no, I. It, the headphone thing is really funny to me because one of the one of the most interesting things I, if I recall, about Steve Jobs, the way he was talking about his company, is he wanted to set the new standard for you know that was the mentality. Like you know we can control what's new, like what's the new thing coming because you think about Apple's been doing that for a while. They come out with this new tech, and it's like we're going to be the driving force behind the innovation, and mm-hmm. that's part of you know, taking over the market, but then also, I mean, you could say now we're controlling it, but they're always going to try to improve things and say like, oh, we got to change. Because I remember like wireless charging for phones, you know, that was kind of a newer thing, but no one was really tacking onto it. But now it's like a standard. I don't know who came up with it. Mm-hmm. And Oh, and you can buy them at Big Lots, but the problem is it's good for a phone. But if you have like a tablet with a case, it won't charge. You got to take it out of the case yeah. and position it just right. So, but sooner or later, the next round of Kindle, I have a Kindle tablet here. The next round sooner or later, we'll say, you got to be Wi-Fi. You got to buy this. Why? When nothing's wrong with the previous technology. You should have the I'm option. Sorry, man. I'm sorry these troubles are facing you. You you raised the question, dude. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't mean to Just because you, you don't upset. like the answer. Get you all upset. Well, the Windows thing is what bothered. The reason that bothers me is because it's it's something that like a feature. Like, why add that? Why make it? Why force these things on me 
as a product because I'm trying to use your product, but it's like these yeah, I'm not gonna buy wireless earbuds because they get lost. They're designed to you're get lost. Buy, so you gonna, gotta buy another. Someone's hey, remember the lethal gonna, weapon movie? We're, we're collecting money for a fund to buy Sean wireless earbuds because in a week after using, like these are the greatest things ever. No, remember the lethal weapon movie with Chris. Rocking the fourth, and he, yeah, and he and Joe Pesci are talking about uh, the cell phones mm-hmm. are getting smaller. That is one of the most true monologues I've ever encountered. Leo because, gets, yeah, because yeah, he's like they they make them smaller so you lose them so you have to buy another one, and that's basically well, I think that's what just we've because become. that character is based off a negative person. So if you have that train of thought, you're just a bad person. So there you go, Sean, bad person. Is that what uh, it is? Yeah. All right. Well. uh you know, we only have like a couple, like forty minutes left when we kind of we you're done with your bitching today, right? <laughs> um, Get off my lawn, you damn kids! I do want to remind folks this is kind of a sidestep. Uh, they're doing free COVID testing again over at the Connor Lake Connor Chamber of Commerce in the back. So if you're and also at the Sterling Ridge Park and Ride yeah. in the Woodlands. So that's going on, and there's plenty of believe me, there's plenty of there's no line or. 15 minutes from A to Z on that one. And I will let you know, too, if you have a student or you work in the Conroe ISD area, they posted a lot or a Q&A with Curtis Knoll, mm-hmm. Dr. Curtis Knoll, sorry. And they kind of goes over the things coming to Conroe ISD and when it comes to that kind of stuff. So if you were looking for that information, you want answers, they posted that video last night, I think around 6. I, I watched a little bit of it. There. You can skip the first 20 minutes because it's just a wholesome feel-good. All these kids are singing and stuff. If you don't care about that crap, just you know, <laughs> fast-forward through it. Uh, I'm just if kidding. your life is it so was... bleak that no, not even kids singing will bring you out of it, just fast-forward. Yeah, just fast-forward it. Uh, but if you're looking for information about Connor ICD, what they're doing, you can hear from the hear from the head man himself, Curtis Knoll, talking about it. So There you go. And, uh, yeah, outside of that, let's— you know, let's let's talk about uh, outside of local news. Nothing really has been going on um, besides the COVID stuff. Always keep a keep out keep an eye out for the Courier. Post some good stuff. Community Impact does a really good job. Mm-hmm. Their website's really good for updates on COVID and like what's going on in the area. So if you're interested in that, on Facebook, uh, if you do the Montgomery County Health Department, they yeah. do a great update. They 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 have a dashboard. They break it down for idiot level, so I even I can read it and understand what's going on. Yeah. Nicely done. Yeah, we've got some good resources up here. There's Woodlands Online, Hello Woodlands, you know, for that area, The Courier. Yeah. Um, avoid the Woodlands Villager uh, website, which is the— Who are they? That, oh, that's the equivalent the, to The Courier. Yeah. Yeah. Because their website, seriously, I'll, I'll see headlines, and I'm like, wow, and I'll click on that, and it's literally a year old. Yeah. They, they haven't updated it in forever. They just have—instead of sectionalizing it, it's just this long list of, of headlines— but in no particular yeah. order, and it, some of them are literally months, if not tisk, years old. Tisk, villager. Tut, tut. I say. Yes. I say uh, good day, sir. Well, moving on, let's talk about a little bit of pop culture. Uh, did you see the trailer for Godzilla vs. King Kong? I haven't seen the trailer, but I've heard a lot of people talking. It about looks good, it. man. I like that kind of stuff. Uh, the last Godzilla, I think, it was King of All Monsters. You know, the human. Oh, these were the Peter Jackson ones, right? No. Oh, they, they... Oh, you haven't seen any of the newer ones? They're really good. They're fun. Like, I stopped watching Like Kong all... Skull Island's really good. The last then... two giant monster movies I saw were, were the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, no, you need to see... And that killed me. You... And then I took a chance with Pacific Rim. That one was pretty good. That was fun. Hey, we got to have two people in perfect oh. sync. No, that was... I mean... That was des- That was bad writing. No, uh, you need to check them out because the human element to the movies are like C+. 
but like the monster this elements. Is Godzilla or King Kong? Well, they're all in the same. It's this universe kind of thing. But Peter Jackson did the King Kong no, ones. No, no. Here, here. Or are there new ones there's on top of it? There's new ones on top of that's it. That's what I was asking. I believe there's three new ones. And it, the the monster stuff is so much fun to watch. It's very entertaining. And you'll enjoy it. I encourage you to check them out. Okay. So See, I had no idea that there were uh, the last ones I'd heard of were the Peter Jackson King yeah, Kong. No, this is and then there yeah. was the the Planet of the Apes where they had three or four of those. Which no, this I is watch. I think the newer one was released ten years ago or under ten years ago called Godzilla. I think. Well, I knew there was another Godzilla one, and but it made did, no impact on the world. And then they did Kong Skull Island. And I, th- then, I thought that, but that was Peter Jackson. I'm no, pretty sure. No, it's not. Are you sure? I promise. You promise? Peter Jackson's called King Kong. Yeah, but I thought he also did a sequel with Andy Serkis playing. Okay. Oh, it just shows how disengaged I was from the giant monster movies. But they're they're good escapism. Bring back Ultraman. I'll they're, watch they're, it. They're good. It's good escapism. Huh. Okay. So definitely check it out. But yeah, I saw the trailer for that, and I was like, oh, great. Now we're going to tease us for two years about coming to theaters with it. Yeah, they not. once again pushed back uh, the release date for the new James Bond movie. It's yeah. like, guys, come on, just, just release it. There's no, nothing magical about it. My theory on that is United Artists and MGM, they're selling out. They're going to sell their company that they already have. But like, this is our last big paycheck that we're tied to. So we got to make as much money as possible. That's why it's not going on because they're like, you know what? We got to get as many people in that opening weekend and we can't do it at 30% capacity. Yeah. But. Stupid COVID. Stupid COVID. Honestly, I don't really know for that that market, like how you handle that. Because. Hold on. Jordan Vought or Vote Roberts directed Skull Island, which is obviously not Peter Jackson, but I don't even know who that is. You don't know a lot of things. I, I apparently not. You don't not when it comes turn, to King you know, Kong. You don't even know how to turn on your Wi-Fi. So I mean, <laughs> that's where you're. That's where you. That's who you're dealing with every day when you look in the mirror. If it's like, not Faye Ray, it's sorry. not King Kong. Or who was who in that horrible '70s version? Oh, uh, Jessica Lange and uh, Jeff Bridges. I don't even know what you're talking about. There was this King Kong in the '70s. I mean, did the where '70s he really happened. The '70s really happened. No nah, one really knows. Yeah, uh, I'm a '70s denier. Uh, <laughs> But no, I, I, I like these kind of movies. I'm really excited about it because they're just fun, and mm-hmm. the human element though, in that in the King of All Monsters, I think that's what it was called. The, it was so bad. Like it's one of those movies where you just want to see the monsters. Like every human decision, like you why want are the they, monsters to win? Yeah, well, it's just like why are we watching these stupid humans? Like who cares? Who cares? Like just now, I did lie because I just lied because uh, on my Hulu, I like going to the expiring soon tab. Yeah. And I found out that Cloverfield was expiring soon. Yeah. And God help me, I like it. You know, there's that lost footage it's movie fun. about the giant monster in New yeah. York, J.J. Uh, Abrams thing. And so I started watching it the other night, kind of fell asleep during it. But I'll, I'll finish that one off. So I have watched another well, giant and, monster Well, another movie. announcement that people might not know is you know that actress uh, from Lost, and, what was her name, who passed oh, away? Oh, the one, uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but she played Danielle Rousseau she's a, on Lost. She's like uh-huh. Is that right? I think so. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Babylon Five. Yeah, she was in Babylon Five. Babylon well. Five is on HBO Max, and they updated it, so it's like the DVD plus quality. So it's not like the old. Oh, like the, they. Yeah, they high res. So it looks pretty good. I enjoy. I watched the first, uh, the first episode, which is like really like three episodes, because they combined it all. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, man, I forgot how fun the show is. So that's it's that's fun. But was it as fun as Galactica nineteen eighty? They're all fun. I don't. I don't judge. They're all fun. Oh, you would judge if you saw Galactica nineteen eighty. Oh, I don't. 
see, I don't mean I was born in the 80s, but was I? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm a denier of the 80s. Uh, but you know, that's another thing that's kind of a, a sleeper. No one really knew if you enjoy sci-fi. Babylon 5 is pretty great. And Now, <clears throat> did, right around the same time, Fox, when they were trying out different shows, yeah, they had one called Space Above and Beyond. Oh, cool. Okay. It's kind of like a TV version of Starship Troopers, but instead of them being mobile infantry on the ground, they were... It's called Space Above, above and, beyond. and Beyond. Kristen Cloak was in it, I think. Two uh, seasons... Yeah, it ended poorly. The, the the final episode was supposed to be a cliffhanger, and people died, and it didn't end well. But it was it was thanks really for good. the thanks for ruining it. Well, no, one of the actors got really ticked. Something happened to one of the actors where they called him and said, "Hey, listen, this is going to happen to your character." Blah blah blah. And they went on Twitter and be like, Ugh. "Well, this is before Twitter." I know. But he was very vocal about who Doug Hutchinson was in it. Gross. Yeah. Doug, yeah, that's a because he was in Lost. Also, that's the guy, the fifty-some-odd-year-old guy who married the the sixteen-year-old. Yeah. yeah, he just and if you uh, he was in Lost, but also in the Green Mile, he's Percy, the uh, the the mean he's little a, guard. I mean, he's in the Green Mile. Pretty interesting guy. Uh, yeah, the, he's like um, what's his name? The guy played uh, Worm Tongue, uh, Brad Dorif. There are just some actors who are just weird. Well, I get it. I mean, you're weird. Like weird, but no, there's 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 Skippy weird, and then there's <laughs> Doug Hutchison yeah. weird. Well, that's what's going on in the, in that world. I know the trailer for No Time to Die or that whatever it's called, whatever their cool title is for the Bond movie. They came with a no new, time. To they die. came with a newer trailer, uh-huh. and it looks really good. Can't wait to see um, it. Uh, now, apparently, Netflix has a new teen drama based on a cartoon based on a failed series of fashion dolls. Is this Bratz or something or? Oh, man, that, you're asking the wrong. Person. Yeah, I got I got to look into that. I mean, I'll never watch it, but it's just interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it, well, it's interesting to me is there's so much content to consume, but somehow someone finds to watch it. Like, like that right there. We told me that sounds like such a niche show that the only way I would know about it if I was a big fan of you know whatever. Let's it is. say it's, I'm sure it's not Bratz, so, but let's say it is. If yeah. you're a Bratz collector or American yeah, Girl collector. Winks with an X. Apparently, I've never heard of the dolls or the cartoon or anything. Well, I don't expect you to to know everything. I miss Saturday morning cartoons when we wake up at five, watch in the news, little five minute, doo, 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 and then yeah, till like one o'clock in the afternoon, it would just be the. Well, they did a really cartoons. good job in the '90s of creating this the, this block of time, calling it something. So, like instead of saying, "Hey, I want to watch Pokemon." It was like, I want to watch Saturday Morning with Fox or whatever they mm-hmm. called it. So it's like, you got to watch all the episodes of whatever they're giving you on that Saturday morning, kind of like TGIF. Like, that was a good marketing or campaign. TV. Yeah. See, that's good. Thursdays. But now no one cares. Everyone's on their own island in their home and wearing three masks and they're, you know, not worried. Okay. I got to talk about this. So is that a real deal? Are people. Yeah. Like, I'm talking yeah. about, like, yeah. Like, CDC said two masks are better than one. Well, I mean, I get it. I get it. No, I I post this. What you need to do is you need to keep on putting on masks, one over the other, until you pass out from lack of oxygen. And then when you come to, remove the outermost mask and you're safe from COVID. That's your threshold. Now, if (laughs) indeed the lack of oxygen causes you to go into a permanent vegetative state, then you need to have your living will set up so that your next of kin can remove that outer mask. I feel like we're getting getting to that moment when we keep... It's like we're getting to the point where we're asking questions that are a little too much, but like it's borderline because it's like, oh no, no, you can wear two masks if you want. It does help. 
But then it's like, well, that logic, we're going to go all the way with it. 50 states, 50 masks, coincidence? Yeah. Well, here's know. the thing. I, I defy you to take your two masks, put them on, well, wait, and then wait. walk into a burning well, wait, building. Wait till they tell you that you need to cover your ears. Because that can absorb the moisture stuff uh, ear, yeah, in your ear. eyes, so like they're going to create this really sweet mask. Mm-hmm. Like, but see, that's that's the next question. It's like, can if someone sneezes in my ear, can I get COVID? Well, yes. Well, we need to cover our ears. And uh, I defy anyone to take any neck goiter or mask or anything that's supposed to save you from like apparently the most virulent virus in the history of the universe. Take those masks, wear two of them, hell, wear three, and then walk into a burning building or a Mako where they spray paint the cars or um, a nuclear yeah. uh, radioactive radiac- site wear a helmet. and see how well this takes care of you here. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm going to give you – I'm giving – the world a hard time. I mean, you kind of do what you want, want where it makes you feel safe. Absolutely. I mean, but some guys don't like stepping on cracks. Some people the do. CDC say no judgment. Wear two masks. Yeah. T- of course you wear two of anything, you know, of course it's better than, than one in a sense, but it's getting well, ludicrous. Well, what's funny to me is when I heard that, I go, you know, it's, you know what they were talking about. Cause you know, back in the day, I went back in the day, like a year ago, they were saying, Hey, masks don't help you because, you know, from what I understood, the underlying reason of saying that was because they wanted to preserve the amount of masks. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, it's when the Surgeon General said that. Yeah. Now, that was early days. Early days. But now we can wear two. So to me, what it is, this is a mask conspiracy manufacturing Oh, if, if you had uh, bought like, mask stock some, uh, See, this is where, this is where the, the toilet paper people missed out. So like when they knew that they were running out, they needed to ha- come out with something that we had to buy two of it. So it's like, hey, this is quadruple plied. This lasts ten times longer, even though I mean, everyone uses too much toilet paper anyway. And so it's like, that's how you get to take care. That's do you just you, use one little square? You know what? Do you say no. I do. I do a combination of everything. Do you use a bidet? A bidet. We got the wet wipes. So we got toilet paper. It's just kind of like, what do I feel like doing this morning? Thanks for bringing that <laughs> in the conversation. But no, because oh now we have enough masks to wear too, which it's that. That's why I laughed when I read that. I was like, you know, this is some kind of like they 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 don't say these it's things. Something that Babylon B put out six months ago as a gag, and now it's it's for realsies. Yeah, and it's I, not no. So literally, someone said, "Well, then three would work. You know, three will bring it down to almost zero. It's like, yeah, when you cut off oxygen flow to your brain, or, COVID won't get or you. Or what you could do is just buy the N95s. And there you go. You only need one. So there you go. What's the big deal? There you go. So I don't understand what the big deal is here. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to my wife. I'm sorry that you got a speeding ticket this morning. Uh, I I told you, I told you two Yellow Pages books so you can see over the thing. Okay. Not one, you need two. So you can see both. Is the she like short fat? Does she need cinder blocks on her feet to reach the pedals? No, she's got she's got special seats and stuff like that. Um, so I got to tell you about how I got pulled over the other night. You got pulled over the other night? Yeah. What were you doing? Well, it's one of those moments that I, I when I say I got out of it, it I mean the the cop was was nice to, to take it at face value. What were you doing? I was I. Why are you ashamed to tell me what you're... Fu- well... Are you didn't fully stop at a stop sign? Is yeah. that what you tell me? What happened was the, the missus and I were at my mother's house having dinner, and we, because of scheduling, we drove our car separately there. Okay. So you're going to blame this on your wife? Well, no, I'm not blaming it on her. Okay. Why not? But as we <laughs> as we left, we decided to do the whole, 
hey, you know, let's race home. First one. Well, that's smart. Gets here we go. Gets you know, we're adults and the kids are all grown and the house is ours. So we had this like kind of bet going on who could get home first. The the prize so you ran a stop sign. The prize would be significant. You endangered <laughs> the citizens of the woodlands. <laughs> so I'm. Because you wanted to beat I'm, your wife. Yeah, I kept at the speed because we took two separate routes. And I'm like, okay, she's turned right. I know if I hit it here and wrench in the next street. So you ran a stop sign. There's a, and there's a four-way Typical. stop sign. I didn't run it, but I didn't fully appreciate the stop. Yeah. That and will, right behind me, I, I, I turn left. Woo, I'm on a Glenlock. I pull over. I'm laughing because it's like, of course. Or, yeah, you know, cop walks and up. And you tell him you're racing. <laughs> He's like, he walks up, and I roll down the windows, like, yeah, I pulled you over because yeah, you didn't fully stop at the stop sign. And I said, yeah, you got me. And I'm laughing. He's like, well, do you know why you ran the stop sign? I said, I absolutely know why I ran. And he's like, do you want to tell me? I'm like, no. I don't know. Yeah, no. I had a bet with my wife that involved, you know, whipped cream, and I wanted to get home first. So you got me. <laughs> And he's looking at me. Like, he's hand over the heck? hand over the insurance and stuff. And I'm like, I've lost the bet. <laughs> so he's making sure I don't have warrants out. I call. What, what you should have done is say she's in a green sedan license plate. Do me a favor, call one of your buddies <laughs> yeah, to get her. Look for the white staller. Yeah. Staller. And so I call the missus on the on the speakerphone. She's like, I'm home. Where are you? I beat you. I'm like, well, I got pulled over. And so we're laughing over it. He's hearing, you know, so he knows I've been telling the truth about. Uh, so he comes back. He's like, okay, I'm going to give you a warning this time. I'm like, well, at my age, this was my one shot. So it won't happen again. There's so many innuendos in what you're telling me with this story. I don't want to take it too far. Well, no, what I love about— But I want to give a shout-out to that cop because well, he could have gone the other route on that well, one. Well, that's what I love about being pulled over. It's like anyone's—like the train of thought of it, it's like, what did I do wrong? Oh, I'm, I'm wrong. Da, 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 da. Oh, 99 times out of 100, if I've ever been pulled over, I knew exactly what I did. And I've done the whole—I don't do the whole, I'm glad there's no real crime going on. I'm like, yep. You got me. Sorry. Yeah. Well, why were you? The, uh, there was time years ago. I was blasting Danger Zone on my. Uh, I had a cassette. Yeah, you get amped. You get amped. You can't not speed when Danger Zone, especially in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. And I got pulled over because I was like going significantly fast, and I turned off the yeah. the, the cassette. Cop said you were going, you know, because I think it was back when it was fifty five speed limit. I was probably going eighty, and he's like, "You were going really fast." I said, "Yeah, absolutely. You got me." He's like, "Well, what's the hurry?" I'm like. There's no hurry per se, but I was blasting Danger Zone on my radio, and I just got in the. Yeah. And he's he said turn on your turn or because I said it was a cassette. He said turn it on. Of course, I turned it on and picked up where it left off. He's like, you know, I get watch, it. Watch, I get it. Let me off. Uh, it's kind of like getting pulled over in a Ferrari. It's like, why are you speeding? I'm in a Ferrari, dude. <laughs> I wanted to get out of second gear. Good morning, Simon. Good to see you. Hollywood stop. That's what yeah. I made. Apparently, I made a Hollywood stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, okay, when you say Hollywood stop, that reminds me of a question I wanted to ask you. I was listening to, I like listening. Well, I didn't know it was a Hollywood stop. Uh, Brett knew it was a Hollywood stop. I wanted, I was listening to screenwriter podcasts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I did, I still don't understand why when they write like for TV and film and audio or whatever, or primarily for video, why do they never say bye on the phone on average? It's a it's a trope. 
I know, but like it's someone somewhere started it, and it and, just became if, the thing. If folks listening, I don't. If, if you probably noticed a hundred times, but it happens so often that you don't really question it. But like any show you're watching, they're on the cell phone or a telephone. They never like have that ending conversation. Like, well, it's great to talk to you. I'll see you later. I love you. Bye. Like, Unless it's, always, it's a comedy moment where it's bye, bye, yeah, yeah but bye. Like, you hang up. No, you hang up. Most places, it's like, and I, I made a comment because we've been watching a lot of SVU, and they do this a lot. And I go, you know what's funny about these? Like, because we were watching this, like, I would like hate to work with this guy. Yeah, just, just because he never hello? says, like, he hello? never, hello? like, you know, you're the tech going, like, here, let me give you an update, and it's like you're telling all this really important information, and he just hangs up, and I'm like, what a, what a jerk. Yeah. And also, like I spent all night in the lab trying to figure this out and try to well, solve. Well, since they're not this. using landline, you remember in the old days with the landline, when the other person hung up, you got the dial tone, yeah. so you knew. Now, you know, you hang up a cell phone. It's just so you could be talking yeah. for the next ten minutes. And what do you think? Hello? Oh, sorry, I hung up because I didn't say bye. Well, I think the, I think what they write is okay. That's the word. Like, like oh, so and so's DNA matches this up. All right, mm-hmm. and that's it. I mean, I don't. Yeah, it, it's a trope. It's one of those things. Uh, I'm sure there's a website dedicated to it. Like, I've, I stumbled across this website. Well, you're, you're a writer. Who, I was just curious, like, why did it become a trope? Because it just took more time to say goodbye, and, like, we don't really need it. Everyone knows that, like, when you hang up a phone, you say goodbye, so we're shorten the... Writing dialogue is... The primary difficulty writing dialogue is that it has to sound realistic, but movie dialogue is literally the most unrealistic yeah. speaking ever, but it's got to sound yeah. like it is. You know, in dialogue, no one says, um, or uh, whatever, unless it's a character thing. And so someone somewhere determined that saying bye is not necessary on a movie phone call or a TV phone call, but we still do it in real life. No, I stopped doing it. Is that what you just did? Just because I was like, you know, this is how people really talk. I'm like, with my mom, telling all this sad story. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Damn. Now, with my mom, there's been a couple of times in my life where I've hung up without saying love you, and I get called on it later. Hey, and then I son. get called back. Did you mean to hang up on me? Yeah. I get, hey, son, um, so, you know, last time we talked, you you just said bye. You didn't say love you. Sorry, mom. So I got to make sure every time to, to do it. Now, if I was writing a, a movie or show about that, that would be a character thing, that my character yeah. has a mother who gets... Who, who takes issue to not being told the, the the final sequence of events in a phone call? Yeah. So yeah, good question. And I always wondered. Yeah, it always bothered me with that kind of stuff because it, it like you don't notice anymore because you're like oh, I'm watching a story. I'm mm-hmm. like this is good. Yeah, I point out they rarely say hello. Uh, also, now this is what was funny in Japan. The traditional greeting when you pick up a phone is mushy mushy or mush mush. Okay. Um, just one of those things. You don't you don't say Ohio Gazimas or Konnichiwa or anything. The just for telephones, it's mushy mushy. In England, because yeah, socialism back then, phone calls were so prohibitively expensive, and especially I think you got like the first like five seconds at a certain rate, and then it would go up like for every second after that. That traditionally in England you would answer your phone by saying your phone number. That way, if it was a misdial, the other person could hang up. So I would, you know, in England, I would answer the phone, caution three seven six two four nine, and that's how that was done. But they ne- never did that in the in the shows, you know, in a British show. Just pick it up, yes, speak to me, whatever. But in reality, you 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 greet it with your phone number. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Well, anything else? I mean, it's ten forty two. We got a few more minutes. I know 
there's not like I said there's like COVID's kind of put a halt on a lot of the events going on. Yeah, nationally, and we do well. Taste of the town still going. Taste on. Taste of the town. I've got to start burning and up my tickets. I want to say if you visit tasteofthetown.org, mm-hmm. tasteofthetown.org, they, they extended it. I believe they extended till February the 11th. So there you go. Yeah, now extended twenty five buck ticket. Believe me, it is worth every penny. Yeah. So check it out. That's that's that to me is a nice event for the area because it fits perfectly in the COVID kind of world, mm-hmm. and it's on your time. So you don't have you can just kind of take the wife out for a dessert or the you know the boy toy. I don't know what people are doing with their dates. It's a great date idea because it's Who an excuse. Told you about my boy toy. I, well, you're running the stop sign. Whipped cream. We don't <laughs> we don't need to know where that was gone. Uh, but. But yeah, so that I think that's kind of a cool event going all the way to February 11th. You can get your tickets online, uh, toastofthetown.org. Uh, speaking of uh, Toast of the Town, they're going to have Mark Keogh on. So if you really are angry at him. County Judge Mark Keogh. Yeah, he's going to be on today's show at, at noon. Uh, the homeowner shows after this show. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he's going to be on. So I don't know what they're going to talk about. I have no idea. But I always feel like political leaders are just primed for online hate. So bring your hate. I want to delete some comments. That's right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, uh, I think this was so interesting about tech, like the way we communicate with our technology today, especially with things that have been happening for over like two centuries. And it's like now we're getting to that point where information, like it's so key on the person talking is like you got to uh, – be so careful about what you say. And like Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if you know who Aaron Rodgers is. A football player. He's he? a football player. So basically, hey, I got it right. Well, basically, he lost um, the semifinal to go into the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But you know, when that happens, there's always questions: of What's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers? Is he going to leave the Green Bay Packers? So he decides, like, hey, I want to go on this show for like the week and just talk because he's like, I'm tired of the media trying to twist my words and everything. So he's just like, I'm going on this podcast. This is what I'm doing. This is where I'm going to be. So if you want to hear what's really going on, there you go. Was it possible the Joe Rogan podcast? No, I, was, I feel it, that that's like the most real <laughs> podcast because it's not edited and it's raw. Yeah, no, it's the Pat McAfee show. I think it's Pat McAfee. He's an old, I think he was a kicker or something I believe like that. you. He played for the Colts, I believe. I don't really remember what, all his story. But he, he's and, and like, he got me thinking, you know, we're dealing with the President of the United States. They have a press secretaries, and, and it's just like— it's so funny to me that that's like the the mouthpiece of a, of a person, and I'm I'm curious to see where they go with it because we have a, a level of expectation I imagine, and it's been drastically changed since Trump. So I'm wondering where it's going to go, especially with the president, like because we always kind of comment about I wonder if the news is going to take you know <laughs> the same swings it took. Like, Sorry, I can't hear you over the slurping sounds that are well, coming no, from I mean, the White that's House always hap- That's always going to happen, though. Not the last four years, it didn't. Well, I mean, yeah, it did. You got those. You got the uh, the far right media people went up, got bumped because of it. Like, who? I don't know idea who OAN is, but now I do know because they they slurped all the time for Trump. So I've heard of them now. They weren't in the White House, but I'm just saying I've heard of them. Okay. And they're you well, know. yeah. You've heard of a news outlet that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't. I still don't think they're a news outlet. I, I always feel like that's the biggest example of propaganda besides CNN. Uh, CNN's a little scary. I always like it's kind of scary what they do. Uh, but going forward with technology and stuff like that, I think it's going to be kind of interesting to see because we're banning people now who literally is them talking. And not like a oh, Twitter started banning people who followed my my pill my pillow guy. 
Yeah, and that's they're finding their own accounts. It's really interesting to me because it's like how this this Jack guy is determining. I don't like what you're saying. I'm going to confirm it to okay. This is more power to Jack. They should make it more dramatic. They should make an announcement that they're deleting it in 12 well, like hours. Like one of those Survivor putting out the tiki torch things? No, they, yeah, they say like, hey, you're, this account's going down in 12 hours. Get everything you need to get out, like, out on him, or, or he can get out. And then, boom, gone forever. Like, you have a little explosion, so when you click on his profile, it blows up. Well, when you start picking and choosing who, you know, comes to your party, and you get, you know, the more you go on it, sooner or later, you're going to look around and find out no one's at your party. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, oh, and I'm fine with that, too. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not outraged enough to boycott the Twitters of the world or yeah. Disney's of the world or whatever, you know, and, and that's probably a character flaw on my end. I talk a yeah, tough you, game. you're an angry person, we know. Yeah. Um, Does it have anything to do with your signs? Prob- it's probably Napoleonic. So well, I'm tall for a hobbit. Like, I look weak, and so I'm okay with people thinking I'm weak. Like, Oh, man, I can I'm take okay you in it. a heart. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm twice I'm your okay age, and that. I can take you down with one punch. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I could never hit you, Dick. Well, I mean, yeah, but well, I could, but I'm okay with it. It would have to be particular circumstances yeah. surrounding it. Probably with you saying, "Please don't hit me no more," then I'd have to do it. Yeah, just on principle. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> You're not uh, the boss, of me. <laughs> but no, I think it's interesting going forward with technology and, and the mouthpieces. Hey, the mouthpieces to me is kind of interesting because it's like, especially when it comes to like celebrities and and well-known figures and people you want to hear from because. Mm. That's what it's going to be the challenge for everybody is getting that message across in the way you intended it to be. Mm-hmm. And then. Oh, see, the reason why I'm staying on board with like Twitter of the world is I don't want to be but, in an echo chamber where it's just I'm only surrounding myself with people who think like me or talk to like me. I love to debate and discussion. That's why, you know, I've got my Skippy for President Page up and, and I get vitriol and stuff. Is that why it. you hang out with furries all the time? Yes, and bronies. Hey, that Jason, I haven't talked to you in a while. That makes sense. That makes sense. You gotta get you gotta get cultured. Yeah, you know, but I don't want to be surrounding myself by like-minded people just so we can have a self-congratulatory society. Go, yeah, yeah, it's really creepy. It, it is. I, I I will watch. You know, my daily news intake. I have seven primary sources, and two of them are ones that I absolutely despise with a white hot passion. But I find it necessary to find what they're talking about uh, to get their perspective or their mm-hmm. the veracity. And you know, somewhere in the middle is where you can determine your own, your own personal philosophy on it. There's a lot of stuff out there. You can find it and you can do it. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking about going to Oregon and just buying a bunch of black stuff and walk around and see what would happen. Wait, wait, what's this? Black, black clothing and stuff. Oh, like, oh okay. I, I what's was going on here, guys. <laughs> I hear there's coffee. <laughs> where is it? Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I I think it's it's gonna suck going forward, especially if you are a person who gets in trouble with social media because you're trying to you're trying to say stuff and you're trying to, like, especially as a, as, a, as a leader, it's gonna be really interesting to see what they do and make sure that information's coming out correctly and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, um, good luck to everybody. That's 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 my co- last comment on that. Just, yeah. Uh, it's been a busy first week for Joe Biden. Um, you know, there's been a record number of executive orders signed. I've kind I of, see no problem with that. Well, when the president in question— Is he telling you how to do your ago, business? Yeah, well, months ago he was very anti-executive order and saying only dictators oh, wait, do that. Wait, a politician? I know, I know. Oh, shocking. Gosh. But the sheer volume— uh, Here's the thing. Previous president—yeah, everyone signs executive orders. Uh, Trump signed four in his first 
week in office. Obama signed two. George Bush signed Why is it always a numbers one. game when it comes to stuff? But 30, you know, in a week, 31, I to believe. Me, to me, that tells me ambition is but, involved, and he's trying to get things done. You need to be stop being so negative. No, actually, I'm just curious. It's if you're if you're in charge of the White House, the House and the Senate, you got the majority in all three, as it were. And knowing that every executive order has a lawyer attached to it, it will be investigated and held up and clogged. Why don't you just have a bill, throw it on Schumer's and oh, you're, Pelosi's you're, you're desk? talking logic. You know those those people over there. They want to work, but they want to work on their own time. And unfortunately, that doesn't help the people. That's the way I see it. There's a reason why they want they don't want to do that because they don't want to waste the time. They don't want to spend the time figuring that out. And then deal with the blowback if there's going to be blowback. So now it's really easy to put blowback on Mr. Biden, President Biden, because he's doing executive orders. That's an excellent point because so that's the way I see it. I'm but finding I, that there's I, a certain know, class of congressperson or senator who does not want to go on record one way or the other because yeah. of the cancel culture going on. I think it's a very, very good point that the more he signs, the more they're like, oh, you know, it's not my problem. But they should. Uh, I'm telling you, there's. Executive orders for me should either be insanely important or insanely insanely trivial. Like you know, it's it's French Poodle Day, but for the important one. Um, but some of these are just I, I don't on care. topics that need discussion and debate and voting, and not just a, an executive fiat. I mean, I, we you I don't care. Sorry, son. Because we got to close out the show. We got to close it's out the show. Uh, I do want to apologize for the power going out. That was yeah, not my fault. Yeah, because you did it. Then it why are you apologizing? Not my fault. Then why are you but apologizing? I want to apologize to the listeners because we'll be back Friday. We will at nine o'clock. Yes. Uh, with you know the powers that be that allow power to the building. <laughs> if the powers uh, that be those allow children power. need to work harder and go. I'm, I'm uh, picturing Conan pushing that 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 yeah. wheel thing. Good thing we got this guy. <laughs> we we killed all the other slaves. But we got Conan. But we got Conan. He ate them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, it's like muscles don't grow like that unless you're eating a lot of protein. Yeah. Well, that's where they. Okay. <laughs> I I watched uh, Snowpiercer, and why? Uh, the TV show. Yeah, I know why. Because I was curious, and so their plan. If no one knows what Snowpiercer is, there's a train. It's a class system. The caboose is the poorest of the rat. They're the rats. Well, anyway, they're gonna revolt, right? So, of course, their logic thing is we got to feed this guy so much protein so he can be like our tank, you know, when okay. we go do the thing. And okay. I'm like, and you have all these starving children over here, and they're like, make sure he gets his ra- rations because he's got to bulk Why up. Why didn't they just eat the children, I, feed him the children, and I don't know. And problem I, solved. I was like, man, I don't know if I could ever morally do that. It's like, oh, we got to give, give Brad over here, you know, 20 portions, and these kids got to starve. Because they got, you know, everyone's got to get his. Hey, like, take one pork chop, get all the kids in a room, throw the pork chop in the middle, let let Darwin take care of himself. Yeah. There. Well, I like that scene in Batman. When the Joker like breaks the pool cue and he's like, "We got a job opening, but it's only oh, open yeah. for one." Or at the end of Maverick like, too, when fun. he throws the gun up in the air. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good stuff. All right, guys. Well, uh, we want to hey, say goodbye. Hey, Snowpiercer, who laid the track? Oh no! They the is it Wilton or Walton? Well, I mean, the train is, is like uh, yeah, three sixty five. Well, for they years well they going... explained it that he was a global 
business powerhouse, and he foresaw this happening, so he built it years before it actually happened. Kind of reminds me of what was that really wacky show so that there you I, go, I, answer. I loved? Oh, Wayward Pines. I think it's still on Hulu or Netflix. If you want to watch a really wacky show, yeah. it, it's already, it, I think it ran two, two seasons. Um, oh, my gosh. It was one of those... It's it's got a great twist. Well, I'll talk about it next time because we we'll go down a rabbit hole otherwise. Okay. Okay. Well, it's ten fifty four on the dot here. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Yeah. And uh, is there anything else you want to say before we go? Uh, make good life choices. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, let me. I got to do tech stuff now. I'm trying. Okay. To... Do your tech stuff. We'll see you guys later. Thank you so much for tuning in, Dick and Skippy. Thank you to our sponsors today, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and C3 Creative Content Creations. If you're interested in knowing more about them, check out the description uh, in all the wherever way you're listening. Uh, we'll be back Friday. No guests for Friday. Uh, so if you know somebody or anything, reach out to us, 936-228-9368, dickandskippy at gmail.com. We'll see you guys later. 